await no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players, where each and every week we break down the latest and greatest in all things PlayStation. I'm your host, Joseph. Alongside me, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Happy New Year, Joe. Happy New Year to you, sir. So, if y'all don't know, we're recording this right before the New Year's. This is still our special episode. Yeah. Last episode, we were talking about the games of the decade. A lot of people really like that one. Thank you so much, everybody, for writing in. Yeah. Um, also, this episode is our game of the year 2019, the year of shoe. So this is going to be the thing that wraps up 2019. And then from here on out, it's the normal trophy room that you know and love. So I hope you have a safe New Year's. And even better, Christmas and or Hanukkah and or Kwanzaa or all three of them. Yeah. Now let's get into our game award I'm show. Excited. So we're both looking snazzy. If you're if you're not watching the video version, I got a tie. A, a couple disclaimers for how this is going to work. I have Please. no idea what has yep. won. Joe has kept it secret from me. Yep. I think I have an idea for one. But I think that there's an, a, a circumstance as to why I think I know what that one is. Um, not okay. not in a bad way or anything. Just yeah, like yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I know what won a certain category. Yeah. yeah. So what we have, we have 13 categories. Yeah. I don't know the winner of Game of the Year. Neither does Kyle. Nope. I will only know the winners as I'm rolling them up on screen. Okay, so I'm we have things nervous. like best multiplayer game, best level design, best actor, best actress, best you know level design, whatever game of the year. We're all having fun. We gave you guys what is it like a good month and a half yeah. to vote on what games you thought were the best. What was the best PSVR game? What was the best PlayStation Four game? You guys and gals wrote in in droves, hundreds of you even over. I believe five hundred of you guys Hell voted. So thank yeah. you all so much. It's so nice. awesome. So with that, Kyle, oh, what do we start with? What do we start with? We're starting with best multiplayer game oh, let's get of 2019. It. The nominees are Borderlands 3 from Gearbox, Call of Duty Modern Warfare from Infinity Ward, Apex Legends from Respawn Entertainment, Monster Hunter Iceborne from Capcom, and Destiny 2 Shadowkeep from Bungie. Kyle, looking at this list, yeah, who do you think's winning? Who man? So yeah. it's it's this is kind of a it's going to be a little tricky for me to kind of separate what I want to win and what I yeah. think is going to win. What um, I will tell you is it's closer than you think. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I do not. I'll, I'll start off with I don't think okay. that Borderlands Three is winning. I just think that game was so divisive amongst people who did play it. Uh huh that I don't think it has a shot. Um, and as far as like multiplayer, I feel like I, I don't think Borderlands is re- n- not like all the time. It's seen as a multiplayer game. That right. was not proper grammar at all. <laughs> um, but I think what will win is probably call of duty. Okay. It's got okay. a loyal fan base. Um, true. I hear this one's great. You raved about it as well. So I did. Sound I think it's probably going to take it, take it home. Okay, well, the winner is, by about 11 points, is Apex Legends with 31.1% of the vote. And then coming in second, Monster Hunter Iceborne. Damn! 
with 20%. And then Borderlands 3 coming in with 19%, rounding out the, the group, uh, Call of Duty with 15 and Destiny with 13. So congratulations. Uh, yeah. uh, Apex, well-deserved. Also, I mean, uh, totally forgot that Apex Legends was the nominee. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if I would have remembered, and I know you just read through the nominees before yeah. I answered, I probably should have would have said that one. Yeah, that don't even stupid. worry about it. Well, no, listen, Apex Legends uh, to oh, me, I, like the I know it's, I want to be a little professional. We're getting inside baseball, I gotta flip the tie. But for me, Apex Legends was, I think, the best way to launch a game that is a battle royale yeah. in 2019. They, I, I loved it. It was just like a rumor. On Friday, and then it was reality on Monday, and over the weekend, everybody was talking about it. And how Respawn really went about it was they paid a whole bunch of streamers to stream the game exclusively for like a week. It got it got almost, I think it, it topped the charts for over, I think, like a month and a half. You know, the OK yeah. Beast Boys got got yeah, uh, got a got a podcast in on it as well. So yeah, it's still a thriving community, still mm-hmm. a huge community, and a staple in the battle royale space. So Absolutely, yeah. awesome job! And again, this is not the only game Respawn has made this year yeah. that's gonna be in these categories. Also, like shout out to Monster Hunter coming in yeah. second. Yeah, that's awesome. Talk about talk about a. a, a fan base that is devoted to a T because that's what Iceborne is it's it is as from what I've heard as a person that came in with worlds is mm-hmm. this is for the hardest of the hardcore and they everybody just digging yeah. Iceborne so congratulations what, to that did Call of Duty come in last out of those uh no companies? it came in fourth came fourth, fourth okay. out of five yeah 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 wow uh, surprising I know right best narrative so Ooh, when we we're go. talking about narrative game we're talking about a story focused okay so how did it hit the those narrative beats and how did it sell you on the characters that's what we're talking about when we're talking about narrative Mm -hmm. so the nominees are the outer worlds by obsidian control by remedy entertainment a plague tale innocence by asobo studio please correct me i know i just mispronounced that and then Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order by Respawn Entertainment. Another Respawn game. Uh, big shout out to the Innocence devs, because or Plague Tale devs, because yeah. they shared it. We had multiple devs come out. They went hard on this. Which really makes me... I, I love that, because they really yeah. care. We yeah. are we are a, all things considered, a smaller Huge. PlayStation uh, show. We really turn the tides of the industry. Yes. yes. And the fact that they care so much about their game that they want to highlight, you know, mm-hmm. us talking about it on this yeah. year's show is yeah. amazing. And it's it's awesome to yeah. see that developers re- that put in their hard work and the, all the love and care mm-hmm. into it really do want to see the game get as many accolades as possible. Yeah. And uh, again, also, if you could uh, re- uh, research right now, search the the publisher of Plague Tale because yeah we put out the tweet of like hey here's our nominees for best narrative and yeah they went out the studio the devs and then even the publisher Focus Home Interactive there you go, there you go. we're just like thank you thank you for the nomination we hope we win and then just sharing it that was so awesome so I don't even need to ask you who won no this is what I hinted at earlier uh, I'm pretty <laughs> sure Plague Tale took it yeah man yeah <laughs> 
by a wide margin, to say mm-hmm. the least. Seventy-two mm-hmm. percent. Uh, Woo! Congratulations. <laughs> uh, yeah the the person that came in second, or the the, the game that came in second, the Outer Worlds by Obsidian with fourteen percent. Oh wow! And then okay. Control third with nine. But I do have to give it up to Plague Tale Innocence because this would have been, um, it was very close to being put in the game of the year category for me. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to Plague Tale Innocence, I don't think there was a studio out there this year that deserved it more because they told a very amazing, intimate story between a sister and a brother. And if you if if you have siblings like I do, um, man, it's just like seeing 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 the main character do everything she can for her little brother is like no doubt what I what my brother would do for me. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I really, I really loved the story and I think it, it hit it out of the park. So yeah. again, congratulations devs over there. Plague Tale. Rumor has it sequel coming soon. So Ooh. I'm excited for that. Definitely need to huh. get on there and play that. You do. You do. It's definitely worth it. This next, this next one is best art direction. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now I wanted mm-hmm. to do art direction a little differently. I wanted to pick it from games that were really doing something different with their art rather than doing something relatively safe, but very well. So I know that the VGAs had Death Stranding as one of the nominees yeah. for best art direction, mm-hmm. though I understood where they were going there. It's not for us. We wanted to really focus on, again, something extremely different. So Something we've never seen before. Yeah. Control, Remedy Entertainment. I mean, man, the brutalist designs. Absolutely. I mean, just even the font that they choose every sector you go to makes total sense. Yeah. Concrete Genie. What is a very dystopian, drab, just hopeless setting, and you're bringing it to life mm-hmm. via your art. After Party by Night School Studios. You can make hell look very hellish yeah but this hell looks insanely different and somehow very beautiful and neon yeah absolutely and then again with outer worlds obsidian uh i love the kind of the 1920s early maybe even 1930s look futuristic look that outer worlds brings to the table here Mm -hmm. it's something that we don't get to see a lot in pop culture and we barely see any of it in video games. So to see Outer Worlds here shouldn't be a shocker because I think it does stand alone. I think all these games stand alone in their art direction. So Kyle. Yes, sir. Who do you think's winning here? Who do you think deserves the W? So because of us thinking of like something so unique, something that we really haven't seen before. Yeah. I've got to give it to Control. I, I the, the design of the old house is incredible. The way that they use color and the intensity of it, like the lighting, it's just yeah. so beautiful, but also so evil and menacing at the same time. Like it is, I want to explore every nook and cranny of the old house because it's mm-hmm. so beautiful. Yeah. And to me, I I also vote control here. That's what I would want to win. Yeah. That's what does win with 40% oh, sweet. of the vote. Second place being uh, the Outer Worlds with 31%. Uh, the reason why I say control is, yeah, the art styles uh, just alone in the gameplay 
is stunning. I think they hit the dark darks really well and the reddish reds. Mm-hmm. Like the reds are just so deep and just so bloody but beautiful. Uh, and the other thing that they do really well is when they bring the real world aspect into it, right? When they're bringing other characters in that are actually actors, no you know, yeah. CG whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You see the weird puppet show. Usually that takes me out of the experience in a for video sure. game. Somehow this just totally works for them. And it felt like it fit. Yeah. 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 And the inner monologues that the characters kind of have um, with Jesse, it just... It wouldn't be the same if this was just a you know another cookie cutter third person realistic looking game. Uh, so yeah, congratulations, Control. Congratulations, Remedy. Absolutely, Whew, man. What a winner! What a winner! Uh, the next pick here, level design. All right, here's what we got. We have Control by Remedy Entertainment. We have Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order Respawn Entertainment. Resident Evil 2 Remake from Capcom, and Shadows Die Twice. Sakura, Shadows Die Twice. From from Software. Yeah. So level design, uh, you see no open world stuff. This section is just for linear-esque games, or Metroidvania-esque games. Mm-hmm. So level design is important in a video game. It's not only to showcase where you're going or where you have been, but it's also there to teach you various things about the game and how the game's going to play itself. Kyle. Yes, sir. Who do you think is winning best level design here, buddy? Oh man, this is a tough one. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, they're all that have that Metroidvania style of going back to the beginning or going back to a certain point Mm -hmm. to finish up that wing. Absolutely. And I'm trying to be as objective as possible because I do. No, no. Tell me what your heart says. My heart says control. And the reason, (laughs) the reason why, (laughs) uh, so long objective, uh, objectivity. Um, the reason why I say control is it's hard for me to not look at this game and remember how amazing and Mm -hmm. unique and extraordinary the ashtray maze part of control is. Yeah. And just not appreciate the amount of thought it went as far as level design in just that one section. I, I think what Jedi Fallen Order might take a couple of hits by it <laughs> um, is that map is terrible. Yeah. And I think it does a disservice to the level design because it's so hard to navigate through just it. Just that map. Yeah. And you, holo- you can get a little lost without even looking at the map trying yeah. to try to yeah. find places i think you're totally right i think control it you could find things if you want to find them yeah. and you could get back to where you want to go with relative ease uh same with even sekiro to me uh and same with resident evil but i can't do that with fallen order for me that's the one that falls as yeah. well and but i I'm like be... i've i've watched people i watched uh resident evil 2 being played yeah um and shout out to them how everything just kind of makes sense. And yep. I think I think that goes towards, you know, where Resident Evil 2, the old school game, was. Like, how great that level design is. And they kind of took it and brought it to the next level in this remake. Yeah. Um, and Sekiro, like, from software, when it comes to level design and verticality, especially in Sekiro, like, it's chef's kiss for sure. It is something special. But, like... yeah. Control just stands out to me. 
Uh, to me, I I really do think it's between Sekiro and Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. That's where the audience took it as well. Gotcha. Sekiro for the common, yeah, like from software knows level design like the back of their hand. You know, don't like to brag. Platinum <laughs> Bloodborne over Ooh-hoo. the holiday week, y'all. Congratulations uh, <laughs> on wasting your time. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and th- the beautiful thing about like from software games is how the hidden paths are so hidden. So knowing like a game like Bloodborne, I actually didn't fight two bosses that I. Th- I, I never knew they were there until just now because the path never I never needed to go to them, mm-hmm. but they were there in front of me the whole time. I think that's brilliant. And same with the way Sekiro kind of rolls out while you're going into the bigger boss fights. You're kind of meeting enemies along the way with similar patterns that you have to master is brilliant. But the audience voted Resident Evil 2 Remake. And I think you have to give something here where you kind of said it as I was playing this game, everything kind of made sense. I was going along the story route that kind of made sense for me and the environments as well. I've kind of was, it was kind of like a horror land or, or a horror Disneyland where you had each one of these sections that were so different, but yet still so horrifying. And you have to play the role with Resident Evil where it has a better a camera design as the original did not have, right? Absolutely. But you still have to make it seem scary and seem claustrophobic. And that's what this game did so yeah. freaking well. And I think it did the Metroidvania aspects to everything yeah. so well as I well. I mean, the fact that you had to know exactly where you were when it came to Mr. X and just knowing that he will follow you and you need to be aware of your surroundings. Uh, in bad level design, you won't be able to know where you are. Exactly. And so you really needed these clear cut routes that you can take when like, yeah, Mr. X shows up. It's like, how can I get out of here? And you open up the map and you're like, I don't have a lot of time. He's coming to choke me in the mouth. Uh, Where do I run off to? And you have three different ways, but all of them are, are all laid out differently and have different dangers in front of you. So to me... It totally makes sense, Resident Evil, because of the having to pick the lesser of evils when you're having like that that rundown, that that interference with Mr. X. So yeah, totally makes sense. I love it. Uh, with that, Kyle, let's get to best open world level design. Holy crap! Okay, let's do this. Got some heavy hitters in here. The Outer Wilds by Mobius Digital, Death Stranding, a Kojima Productions, Days Gone, Ben Studio. Division 2, Massive Entertainment, and um, accidentally put Death Stranding in again. No, don't worry about it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Two options for Death Stranding. Two options. Yeah, yeah, what yeah, are you, yeah, Jeff yeah. Keighley? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's my best friend. <laughs> Kyle, who do you think is one of the best open world level design? I mean, jokes aside, I love yeah. what Death Stranding did as far yeah. as like the world building. Um Every new area felt different and unique mm-hmm. and brought along its new challenges that you had to learn in order to get to where you're, you were going. And without that knowledge and without learning how to do that, your job as a porter is extremely difficult. Because of the variation in the worlds, you had to be aware of the mechanics. And I think, you know, that is in itself level design is yeah. where the world is teaching you how to play. Here's where I think our audience is full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> what a way right. to start. Uh, it's definitely, to me, all of these, uh, 
I, I've played a little bit of Outer Wilds. It wasn't grabbing me. I need to try it again. Mm-hmm. Um, but Outer Wilds wins. Okay. So congratulations, Mobius Digital. <laughs> um, I yeah, heard Outer... I heard great things about it. No, I hear amazing things about it. So I don't want to, you know, crap all over its day. You, you guys and gals, the people that love this game, people like Adam Leonard love this game and it is for that open universe vibe it, it gave me feelings of what you know um oh god what was the game a uh, no man's sky what no man's sky the promise of of what that what game was, should yeah. have been right mm-hmm. at launch mm-hmm. that's what it was giving me the feels with um then at second we got the division two wow what a shocker but also well deserved as well yeah, yeah. I mean, they made DC huge, sp- spurling. Even if I'm talking about the the level design within the firefights, never felt boring. Mm-hmm. So though it it comes out of shock, I'm looking back through my memories with it. Well deserved, absolutely. But I do yeah. think for me, Death Stranding is is just it for what you stated above. Everything feels unique, feels different. It feels when I'm going through the snowy the snowy tundra. It definitely sounds like I'm in snow. It definitely makes me feel like I'm in snow. Yep. Those are little aspects of it that I really, I really did. When you're so. climbing a, a, a steep incline, you feel it. But yeah, you know what? It's... Outer Wilds won, yeah. Kyle. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. Here's the thing, though. Did Death Stranding being... come in third? Yeah, it did. Okay, gotcha. But, yeah, again, Outer Wilds ran away with it. My only thing here is I think Outer Wilds for the PlayStation audience, it kind of shot itself in the foot because it went with Xbox with Game Pass mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. And because we're a PlayStation show, it just flew under our radar. And then when it did come out, I think it was like a week before like Call of Duty and all the big AAA releases. So it's just like we never had time to really sink our teeth in and really give that game a real honest shot because I feel like if we did, Kyle, mm-hmm. I think it could be up there for Game oh, of the Year. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. And also, Until it doesn't help break. like it came, it came to PlayStation real close to when Outer Worlds was. Yeah. So like it's a stupid excuse, but like you search for Outer, you get both of these, and they both have very similar. Wordings. How's Grandma gonna know? How? Ex- how? How are they gonna how's, know? How's Nana gonna know? I I don't know. They're she all... might buy she might buy an <laughs> Xbox Series S instead. <laughs> She might be so confused. They're like, Miss, it's not even out yet. Just get me it. <laughs> My little boy, he won't shut up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the next uh, the next one on our list is sound, of, uh, sound design. Yeah. And when I'm talking about sound design, it's not music. Mm-hmm. It's more sound effects, the ambiance. Right? And so here, oh, my God, this one's a fighter. Oh, this one's this got is, some fighting This is Kyle. super tough. This one, holy shit. Three of them's going for the jugular. Yeah. We got Death Stranding, Kojima Productions, Control, Remedy Entertainment, Resident Evil 2 Remake, Capcom, Kali, Modern Warfare, (laughs) Infinity Ward, Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order, Respawn Entertainment, After Party, Night School Studio, holy crap, Juggernauts, going at it. All right, we're talking about Tyson going up against Tyson. Muhammad Ali. <laughs> it's the it's only a one Tyson versus Tyson versus Tyson fight. Yeah, yeah. 
and George Foreman's there. It's a three-way fight with his grill in the corner. <laughs> he's got his gr- his the grill. The grills are his mitts, dude. He's going oh, after it. Oh hell yeah! He's like, call me the Foreman Claw, <laughs> Kyle. Yes. Let me read them over again. Death Stranding, Control, <laughs> Resident Evil, Call of Duty, Star Wars, After Party. Who's winning it? Who's taking home the gold? Oh man, they could all, all, be worthy of this this award. Um, yeah. They all do everything when it comes to sound design so well. Um, we've all heard of the Call of Duty, the the uh, excellence in sound design. Yeah. Like they had shoot like they really shoot. Yeah, different yeah. types of bullets hitting different surfaces and yeah. like recording all that and putting in the game. Yeah. Like it's super. I don't understand how they did it, but like you know, it, it, it's super impressive. Star Wars when you you swing that lightsaber, it sounds like a super dope light, lightsaber. Oh, God, yeah. um, even all like the stormtroopers, uh, it sounds fantastic. After party, you you say it's not the music, but it's like. The sound of the bar in the distance yeah. as you're walking up close to it. Like, just the feeling of, of hell. Resident Evil 2, Mr. X fuck following you everywhere. Oh, the footsteps. Oh, uh, fuck Destra- the footsteps. Oh, destroying the, the rain, the the snow, the wind, the the crazy BT encounters. Like, they all send chills up my, up my spine when I hear it. But you know what's more terrifying? Hearing the whispers in control. All right, made Kyle. me so okay. All right. uneasy. Listen, you can't shame me because I'm saying Control all this time. Because Control is a super uh-huh. special game. And I think where Control shines for me the most is okay. in the sound design. Uh-huh. Of, of all these bodies floating and the whispers and the... Um, the, the oh my god, I'm blanking the on their uh, name. Yeah, I just... I love what they okay. did with, with the whispers. I think that's like second to none. Okay. Well, I'm not going to give Control a blowjob right now. What I will say... God, you're like, whatever. You're very charged. You're very whatever. charged. Whatever. <laughs> um, sorry, Tim son. So, it comes down to three, okay? One had 27%. One had 21%. One had 23%. And it's really interesting where the audience falls is where kind of I fall on this too. So we're taking After Party out and we're taking Call of Duty out of the equation. Now you get three okay. games. Sorry, four. Well, there's four left. Count. Okay, so the winner is <laughs> Death Strand and Kojima Productions with 27% of the vote. Coming in second, Resident Evil 2 with 23%. And then coming in third, Control with 21% of the vote. All three of these games nail sound design to a fucking yeah. T. All right. I mean, yeah, you're talking mm-hmm. about like the crunch of the snow, the wind blowing on you when it comes to death stranding, it makes you feel like you're in like there's little mini avalanches that happen and you hear them first and you look up and it's terrifying when it happens. Right. Uh, you talk about yeah. the rain. We're talking about the whispers from the BTs. It's haunting. It's so well-deserved. To me, it is the best level design in a video game, hands down, because the absence of sound... Sorry, sound design. What did I say? Level design. Yeah, full shit. (laughs) The absence of sound at times, which is you and your footsteps, man, nails it. Uh, Resident Evil coming in second to me. I mean, Kyle, you, you sold me right then and there. There is nothing more terrifying than the, just the thud of Mr. X just as, coming closer and closer to you. You don't know how much time you have left because the sound just keeps getting closer and closer. Terrifying. But then, yeah, 
at third with control. The hiss. They're also haunting. They're also scary as all heck. So, yeah. Good on you guys. Good on you. Yeah. That was a that tough was a one. tough category. This one wasn't. I think this one's going to be easy for the both of us. Mm. Best score slash soundtrack. Are you ready? Uh, that's a yes or no question, Kyle. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. I didn't hear you say yes or no. <laughs> Best score slash soundtrack. <laughs> Death Stranding, Kojima Productions. Control Remedy. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order Respawn Entertainment. Or Sayonara Wild Hearts by Simogo. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I would have said it the same for. way. Kyle. Oh, that really? That's a, a shame. But it's a hard truth that they're going to have to swallow. That music is dope. <sighs> How he sees the platinum. Yeah. And Sayonara? Uh, it's not that easy. There's a lot of like riddles you have to you solve. Really, you hate to, to do see it. it. Out of all, yeah. out, of, out of these uh, four, which one's taking it for you? Mm-hmm. Which one's taking home? Uh, so I'm not, I'm not, this is where I will, I will not fully <laughs> control. Um, this is where I like, besides yeah. the ashtray maze and one other part, the music Jive just doesn't, you. I don't remember anything mm. but those two moments. Um, Star Wars, the Star Wars theme is amazing in Jedi Fallen Order. It's great. It feels like I'm in the Star Wars, <laughs> but like Death Stranding, man. Let's talk about it. Like it, the way that music goes with your emotions and it accurately depicts how you're feeling as you're playing the game and special shout out to bb's theme like good lord cried like a baby also i'm full of shit i'm sorry a lot of people voted for sayonara or wild hearts (laughs) yeah oh i was about to say i got like like temporarily (laughs) colorblind apparently yeah no sayonara wild hearts is absolutely fantastic it is basically if you've never heard of this game it is you're playing through a record from the start to the end and it's incredible the music in there is awesome but i think death yeah. stranding overtakes uh, and it. i think it's a clear winner here as well death stranding with 44 percent of the vote in second place jedi fallen order uh mm. comes in with 21 percent. so yeah and then sayonara with 19 and uh control 14 percent. so yeah i mean death stranding it's a soundtrack i, I still listen to I think it's the I think it's Absolutely, some of the best yeah. music in video games. I'm just gonna say I love the soundtrack in this game. Yeah, BB his uh, their theme amazing. You know the main song Churches I think is her name. Churches yeah, has a song uh, in is there. Amazing. Yeah. We had uh, Bring Me the Horizon has two great songs in there. All of them are slappers. Yep. You know, I mean slappers. There there is practically a low low war yeah. album in this yeah. game. Uh, it's 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 amazing go just if you're on spotify go look it up it's really fantastic it is again it's gonna be probably my most played album of like 2020 i love it so much kyle let's get back to the hard playstation stuff okay because this is a trophy room a playstation podcast made by players for the players let's let's bring it to another reality you mean the virtual kind (laughs) you want me to put on the headset i will Headset and get, well, oh, how are you going to read the nominees? In VR, Kyle, <laughs> best PSVR oh. games won another bloodbath in 2020. You had Blood <laughs> and Truth. Yeah. Well, hold on. 
oh sorry in 2019 that that was the typo on my <laughs> there you go god me and typos kyle i need an editor hardcore uh best pr game in 2019 blood and truth by sony interactive entertainment london studio ghost giant uh by zoink games trover saves the universe by squanch games vacation simulator by Al- alchemy labs and then falcon age by outer loop studios Kyle, got a lot of great VR yeah. games here, man. A lot of them, all of yeah. which I've played except for Trover. Which one? And I have. I have you platinumed Trover. it? Ooh. Yeah, I did. It's fun. Kyle, who's um, winning? And out of these, I think, like you said, there yeah. is a clear winner here, and I'm assuming that's where the audience went on this one. It's the one that you talk very highly of, one that I have not played yet. Yeah. It's Blood and Truth. Yeah, let's give it up for Blood and Truth. Let's give it up for PSVR because a lot of people are like, it's a dead platform, no, oh, yeah. Sony doesn't support it. All of these games, Sony has supported hardcore. Threw a lot of money at Blood and Truth. Yep. Threw a lot of money, I assume, at Zoink Games. A lot of money at Trover Saves the Universe. I'm pretty sure, I don't know, don't quote me, is Trover Saves the Universe a PSVR exclusive? Perhaps? It, I Yes, when it was first announced, so timed it exclusive. was. I don't know if that uh, was So, exclusive. yeah, I mean, there's a ton of great PSVR games and just great games in general. Blood, Blood and Truth is the winner here. I think it does things with the technology that, at this point, is dated. PSVR is a dated piece of tech. I think we're seeing, you know, Oculus really mm-hmm. come out of the gate and doing some really crazy stuff with the platform. But seeing the, the, the technology oh, yeah. being used here... It's kind of like, it reminds me like with Nintendo, where they have like something like the Switch, where it's it doesn't matter about the power. It's actually how the programmers work with what they got to make something really great. You know, um, that's what that's what makes Blood and Truth really great is just the little secrets they had to squeeze out of that headset to make it work that one with 31 percent of the vote coming in second place is falcon age from outer loop games um man that little owl it's cute son of a bitch uh it's a great game great message i love it uh trover saves the universe came in second uh sorry third place with 22 percent and then uh ghost giant got the raw end of the deal with 13.5 percent god damn it it got robbed ghost giant to me really should have rivaled Blood Truth because I always balance the two where Ghost Giant told a really amazing story with a character that I loved and cared for with the main crust of that game or crux of the game, whatever. Just being something that hit home for me made me cry in a VR uh, in a VR headset. But then you had the innovations with Blood Truth. God, what a... Again, Blood Truth, yeah. congratulations. Congratulations, everybody, for making P- uh, PSVR just so freaking special. So with that, Kyle, the next portion of the show, um, because I wanted to give everybody a, a kind of a sound if you guys have not played these games and you're just listening in, we're doing the best actor and actress categories this year on the Trophy Room. And so we're going to just give five second snippets to each actor and actress to show why they're here and what they're bringing to the table. So with that, we're going to start with best performance by male actor. We have Troy Baker as Higgs from Death Stranding. And now the girl's been chosen to take mommy's place. Well, that won't wash. She's not cut out for politics, is she? 
but don't worry. I'll find her. And I'll keep her real safe. <laughs> you see, I've come to understand the truth of the Death Stranding. Oh, it's so hard to form connections when you can't shake hands. We have Mads Mikkelsen as Clifford Unger from Death Stranding. Brought you an astronaut. Mankind can go anywhere, even outer space. You'll be out of there in no time. And the second all this is over, I'm going to take you wherever you want to go. We have Sam Whitworth as Deacon St. John from Days Gone. This ring is my promise. That I'm always going to love you. And I ain't ever going to leave you. And Professor Casper Darling from Control. Objects of power can cause or be results of AWE's altered world events, intrusions upon the perceived reality. A side note, now, the service weapon is, of course, a prime example of an OOP, a very powerful one. Ingrained in the Bureau's DNA, a key component in our prime candidate program. Come out of that Russian roulette a winner and you, <laughs> you're it. Lose and you're well fired. Thank you. I'm Dr. Darling, head of research, Federal Bureau of Control. Kyle, out of all these dudes, which dude is the best dude? Well, first we should shout out who plays Professor yes. Casper Darling. I believe it's Matthew Peretta. I think if you if you've listened to us on the road to greatness, I think you know where both of us kind of lie in this sure. category. Um, Troy Baker, his take on Higgs. I think whenever he showed up on my t- television while I was playing the game, I I fell in love yeah. with how evil he was. He he's so charismatic and just his performance that he puts into it is one of his best performances in any game and that's saying something uh, you know as the man yeah. behind Joel it's it is super extraordinary and I think since we have Mads in here as well I think at times he does even outperform Mads in the, his own game <laughs> Where is and my like BB? <laughs> I want to, you know, shout out to Matthew Peretta because, like you said, that in-game, like, actual live-action video in a rendered world sometimes takes us out of it. But I think his performance really grounded it and made it feel super real and tied everything together. Well, just like the VGAs, we're going to kind of just, we don't have Mads here to accept his rewards. We're just going to go into the Fast and the Furious commercial. Here it is. ready to ride <laughs> oh no Mads Mickelson. I don't want to watch that awful PS3 Mads game. Mickelson won uh, with a resounding 44% right. 
And I think it's because he is a quote unquote real actor, right? He, he's a movie star. I think a lot of mm. people know him. That's why I think a lot of people went with him because he's a known quantity. But coming in second is Mr. Casper Darling, Mr. Peretta. So, yeah, I think the only thing nice. that took me out of uh, Professor Casper Darling is how jacked he is. Dude is jacked. <laughs> I was just like, you're a scientist. Why do I want to just touch a bicep? What is this all about? You know, it's weird. Uh-huh, just kind uh-huh. of thinking about our kids and our future. Anyway, but yeah, I for me, Troy Baker as well is my pick for uh, best male performance because, yeah, the presence he brings onto the screen is just so captivating, and he's killing it, and he's loving it, and you know he's just so into the role that, like, man... Again, like he's not in it in every scene, but the scenes that he's there, he just makes such a lasting impact that I don't think a lot of them do. But I will say this, um, Mads Mikkelsen as well, fantastic in it. And um, the one voice actor that voices uh, um, Die Hardman. I think you know what we're talking about. He has a scene that he just crushes it, and I instantly regretted not putting him in the best uh, male actor category here because he just did so freaking well. Uh, Tommy Earl Jenkins is, is dead man or die hard. So great. Oh, so, so good. And if you, you are currently playing it and you don't understand why we're saying it's good. Trust us. Keep going. He acts. his. Damn it. I did it again. Kyle. Best actress in 2019. I said 2020. I was studying for finals when I was writing things down, guys. This is embarrassing, okay? That's Over fine. how many people? That's fine. We are in 2020 right now. 6,000 people voted on this. 6,000, 60,000 people. 60,000 6, people saw me. 60,000. 6, 6, 6 million people saw me mess up on, online. Whoa, know, 6 dude, billion. That's crazy. In the trillions. Best actress, and there's a lot of them. Ladies. Rule the world, girls. You know, that's who. Courtney Hope as Jesse Faden from Control. You can't let this happen. 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 Leah, yes, I do. Fragile. Thank you for saving me there. Death Stranding. So there you have it. Everything's true, except for all the lies. I don't give a damn about bridges or putting America back together. But I'm not about to let Higgs and some terrorists take my father's legacy and shit all over it. That's why I came to you. Uh, Claudia Dumit. Thank Dumit, you. I would God, say. saving me again. Farrah Karim, uh, <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I don't do this to keep my word. The invaders of my country have no regard for human life. The gas kills all things, even food and our gardens. If you use these tactics, you are my enemy. No exceptions? None. Pravati Holcomb. I did it? Yes. Fuck yeah. Ashley Birch, Outer World. Is this your ship? 
Oh my star, she is just so handsome. Does she have a name yet? What's her drive model? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Listen to me babbling. When I was in Edgewater, I dreamed of flying on a real ship. Working on a real engine. Belonging to a proper crew. I could tend to your engine. I know my G-valves for my catalyzers, and I can keep your ship singing. And if you ever need a pair of eyes watching your back, I can do that too. What do you think? The second sister from uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Cal Kestis. How predictable. Oh yes. I know your name. Your past. And most importantly, about Cordova. Tell me, where did he hide the holocron? Outstanding. So, Kyle, out of all these ladies, who's doing it the best? Oh, man. Oh, this is this is really another this goddamn bloodbath where it comes down to the single digits. Yeah. And for the internet um, with that has extreme opinions, this one's a hard one. Okay. <laughs> was it was it a tight? Uh, that's tight what she race? said. Yes, it was. It, it came down to six um, percent. If we're doing the math right, no, seven percent. Wow. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, uh, the second sister played by Thank Elizabeth Gulan. Um, yeah. That's what I was kind of looking up while you were asking. Uh, so my short time with Outer Worlds, I think what Ashley Birch did with Parvati is really, really fantastic. Um, as not a main character, but a companion, I think she, she grounds it in a way that is, is what Ashley Birch does. And I think she killed it in that role. Um, also bringing like a, I believe Parvati in the game is asexual. And I think the way she plays it is super fantastic and great uh, and a way to kind of like showcase yeah. that to the world in, in a very positive way and a very real way, uh, which is great. And man, I, I did not play Call of Duty, but you say um, Claudia fantastic. was fantastic in fantastic. that role as Farrah. That's who, uh, and I'm going to be honest with you, I think everybody here, I think she is, she didn't win. Which I think is a goddamn shame, but mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. so good, so good. Um, yeah. But like Jesse Faden, man, like she's a character that is just so stoic, and yeah. that you, she is constantly talking, right? And she's constantly bringing yep. you exposition and feeding you with emotion. She's a fantastic character, and that's where I would kind of lean yeah. on this. Whereas like the second sister from Jedi Fallen Order. She is, is kind of giving me the Troy Baker vibes where she's not in it all the time, but when she's there, she's yeah. terrifying and she's killing she it, it every single yeah. time. But I think the winner, what the audience voted for, is probably Leah Saidu. You got it. You got it, Kyle. I'm so proud yeah. of you. 29% of the vote. Uh, we had Parvati with 22%. Uh, and then we had Jesse mm. Faden. We had uh, Courtney Hope in third with 21%. In yeah, and I I think when it comes to Death Stranding, behind Troy, and and probably equal with Mads yeah. is Leah's performance as yeah she's got to say some out. lines and let's give it up to her. I'm flipping the tie back because yeah. let's get to brass tacks. There's some fucking lines in this game that how do you say it They're with a great. straight face? She sells them. 
She outright sells them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, her performance is fantastic. And it just goes to show you Death Stranding acting wise, uh, top notch. Across the board. Minus that one side character that you do a mission with, which you can hear us all about on the road to greatness. Us just bash this. Oh boy. This character. It's, it's bad. But like, besides that one, everyone brings her a game in Death Stranding. So yeah. Congratulations, and I can't wait to see her in Bond. God, that movie looks so good. Best yeah. indie of 2019, Kyle. We have Ghost Giant, Soink Games, After Party, Night School Studio. Wait, how the fuck did Untitled Goose Game get in here? Outer Wilds, <laughs> Sayonara Wild Hearts, and Outer Wilds. Which one's taking home? That was a long pause. I hope it was worth it. All right, so me playing the game here, because this is a game for me, trying to guess who wins. The fact that Outer Wilds won Open Worlds, I think that will bring the winning here at a Best Indie, and Outer Wilds will win Best Indie just on the law of averages, I guess. Wow, he's he's got it. He got the math down. Outer Wilds comes in. Yeah. And again, I, I God, I put it in twice because I'm an idiot. But people knew that I'm 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 being a dumb idiot too. So they're like, he meant Outer Worlds. We get it. The PR person must have hated my fucking guts here. I really, I honestly, <laughs> God, I knew she was just like she I, she was not happy with me. And I was I I, I understand. Uh, Outer Wilds comes in forty eight percent of the vote. Uh, then with the second in command here, Untitled Goose Game, with how did this get in here with 22% of the vote? <laughs> um, what a genius pick by my part, because I knew Untitled was going to be on PlayStation 4 by the end of the year. But yeah, Outer Wilds, yeah, again, such a small studio doing huge things and an audience that loves the things they do. So give it up for them for winning mm-hmm. Best Indie. Can, yes. I, can I ask real quick? Where did After Party land on this? It got massacred. Yes. Did it? That's a shame. It, it, I, I feel like that game is so yeah. underplayed by everybody out there. It is a treat. You deserve... Like, you owe it to yourself you. to play this game. How dare you? Indeed. Most anticipated game for 2020. Kyle, we have Last of Us Part Two, oh. Doom Eternal, Cyberpunk 2077, Marvel's Avengers, Ghost of Tsushima, I can't say it in the accent. Kyle won't let me. Final Fantasy VII Remake. We have all those games, Kyle. It's the internet. We know how the internet works. It works in mysterious ways. It sure does. <sighs> Who's winning? Most anticipated game. This, this is, is a PlayStation podcast. Need I say by yeah, the players? Yeah. Need I say for the players? Need I say each and every Thursday with my best friend, Kyle? Did I say keep hunting? Did I say keep um, PlayStation? Like yes, this is this is a this is a PlayStation show, and my most anticipated is one hundred percent Last of Us Part Two. But I feel like the audience is right. going silent. And this is where you could say it because I said it last time. Audience really fucked us here, right? Yeah, <laughs> they dare did. you? Why? Why would you fuck me on this? In the immortal words of Randy Pitchford, why uh, would you fuck me on this? And that's what it wins. Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. I think, real real talk, some Xbox folks got in here. They started just throwing everybody off a of whack. <laughs> they were like, we're going to come in here. We're going to shake yeah. We're gonna shake a baby. We're going to kick a box. 
causing I'm, havoc. I'm very intrigued as to what the yeah. order is and the percentages of each one. Because is it close? Was it a massacre? Or? Uh, I mean, yeah. Cyberpunk 2077 with okay. 41% of the vote. Um, 32% Ooh, with The Last of Us. Last of Us was winning for a long time from what my memory gotcha. uh, is. And then Final Fantasy with 10%. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima mm-hmm. didn't get much. Uh, Doom Eternal, cool, I think, got, got fourth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghost of Tsushima, though, because it didn't have okay. a trailer and a hard release date, though. Sure. I will give it that. Marvel's Avengers, though, got crucified. It got mm. beaten bad. 1.5%. That's wow. worrying. That's Because that's a huge IP. And to see so many people still yeah. not... So it's on. it's the last thing on the list here. Like that's that's a big oopsie on their part. I really hope, like maybe they throw a live event again in a few months. They probably will to get the hype going again for the Absolutely. game. But yeah, uh, Cyberpunk yep. beat Last of Us with nine nine percent. So yeah, a commanding. Victory. All these games are dope yeah. though. I I'm excited for every yeah. single to, game on this list. <clears throat> to me, sorry, uh, Cyberpunk wins because it is. Uh, I mean, wins for me. We talked about this in the games of the decade because yeah. I don't know what this game is. Like, it looks, mm-hmm. it looks like something I've never played before, and that's what I really want out of a video game: is give me something I have never, never played before. So, with that, Kyle, we get to the last, the last one on the list. Game I'm so of nervous the year, right now. Twenty <laughs> twenty. Now, I don't know. I got this pamphlet out. It's of my student loan debt. And how to pay it off. But what it's going to act as is a way to block the percentages. So I don't see it when I scroll up. Okay. Okay. All right. This is it. Okay. All right. Yep. <clears throat> now, with that said, and with all that out of the way, everybody, we get to the last category here. And before I do, for the, for platinum. the platinum, the people's platinum, I want to thank the patrons over at patreon.com slash badbit that make this show possible. At our silver tier, we have Daniel Welsh. Thank you so much, Daniel, for supporting us at the silver tier, getting that silver trophy. Thank you so much. At our bronze tier, we have uh, Catherine. We have Andrew. You have Todd Oxtra. We have Matthew. We have Marcus O'Neill. We have Sean Capri, Aaron Doherty. Uh, thank you all so much for supporting us at the bronze tier and the thank you tiers. Thank you so much, Nathan. Thank you, Timothy. Thank you, Garrett Bland, Antonio, Adam, Alex Van Aken, Stephen Fontana, Luke Lore, PSVG joins us, Patches Plays, Riboflavins. Thank you all so much for supporting us on Patreon. It helps build and grow this big, beautiful family. We couldn't do it without you. And I almost forgot Brandon Myers as well as a Silver Trophy participant. So thank you very much for supporting for supporting us uh next week we're going to be doing some cooler things with patreon that we're going to announce on the show next week some changes that i think we're all going to really really like as we're entering the new year it's a new us we can't wait to share our vision with you for the future but now kyle support the show patreon.com slash bad or search just bad bit thank you kyle let's get to the last <laughs> the last uh Oh. The last one here, game of the year, 2019. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of nervous, nervous too. I mean, like the stakes for me though are so low because I literally did not know what my game of the year was until I talked to Sean like Connery Capri like the pants. 
Oh, did five you minutes now? before the show started. I want to tell. I want to. I want to oh, tell no. you an emotional event that happened to me. My game of the year changed four times today. <laughs> well, I. I'd, all right. So since I know you talked to Sean. I know that control is out of the running because he was slandering it all over Twitter. Tell him how you really feel. Tell him. Tell him. He's slandering it. I I just, I, I just think he was, he was a little too. Hear that, Charlie caught you, bitch! I can't believe it. Okay, here's the nominees (laughs) for Game of the Year 2019: Control by Remedy Entertainment, Death Stranding by Kojima Productions, Resident Evil 2 Remake, Capcom. Should have done spooky voice. Ruined that. Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice by From Software. Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order. And then last but not leastly, The Outer Worlds by Obsidian Entertainment. Kyle. Listen, who mm-hmm. cares what Sean says, okay? Half the time he's talking out his ass, he's yeah. talking in a car. You know? Who's hearing him? I don't. <laughs> what does your heart say? My uh, heart is control. I mean, I think you got a sense of that. I think, yeah. I think, I think you might have gleaned that from what I was talking okay. about. Um, just to me, Control is just so unique and original. And I had a blast playing that game. It stuck with me for such a long time. And uh, the, the science fiction vibes I got from it, the yeah. the hints of like other worlds that come in at play, other video game franchises like Metroid Prime got the, teased in there. The, yeah, it's insane. Last of Us Part Three. Whoa. Yeah, you didn't I go did, in that I other room, check, right? Yeah. yeah, if you go to that oh room in the motel, you see Ellie Whoa. there as an old lady, and she's still <laughs> messing things up. It's insane. Um, with her dentures, like it's it's oh pretty it's pretty gruesome. Um, just like Remedy, this was also my first Remedy game, and um. I, I think yeah. killed it with Control. A unique, brand new IP. I'm excited for the future of that game. And but for, and it also comes down between that and I absolutely adored Death Stranding. Mm. I think it, it is so close to that Control level as far yeah. as like uniqueness. And a different, totally different kind of game. about this year. Can I just say it? Let me just say it. Yeah, say it. I don't care you broke your elbow, but I want. I just want to say all these games here are new IP. Except for Star Wars, right? And and Resident Evil. We toss that out of there. Or, or actually, I mean Jedi is mm-hmm. is a new game just in a in a in an IP that we know, a franchise that we know. Everything except for Resident Evil mm-hmm. though, new game. Right? Like Control, yeah. never never been a control until now. Death Stranding, not a sequel. Right? Sekiro, totally totally new take on the Soulsborne genre. Star Wars is a Soulsborne like game in the Star Wars formula. It's beautiful. The Outer Worlds, a spiritual successor to, you know, Fallout from the people that brought you New Vegas yeah. and doing it better than Bethesda did. And I think that's that's what I think not a lot of people are giving attention to is how unique this this list is because it it isn't like the vgas where it's super smash brothers you know it's in there for some reason or like last year it was like red dead redemption right it was god of war these sequels or mm-hmm. reboots that we're we're talking about these are new games carving a path for the industry i think that's really dope absolutely that's a good point let me just say one thing here let me take you on a journey of how i chose this year's game of the year okay is it going to change I one more time know. before you let it out? <laughs> so the Outer Worlds, I, I I played. I'm not into the fall the Fallout s 
way of, of game. So that one's out of there Same. for me. Sekiro in, 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 in Star Wars, it amazes me about these two games because they are so similar. You would think that one of them took something from the other. But Sekiro falls off for me mm-hmm. because... Yeah, as a someone who's platinum Bloodborne, this game's a little bit too difficult for me, and it sucks. I want to experience more of it, but hey, you know what? It's just not for me. I couldn't beat it. I'm not going to beat myself over it. So Shadow Dice Twice is not my game, but I could take myself out of it for a second when I'm thinking about Star Wars because I have to play like a Jedi. So for the first time, I'm thinking like a Jedi, and I'm fighting like one. And that combat made so much sense for me. But the map's bad, and let's be honest... It was. It came out way too buggy. It came out way too Jedi. Uh, too too janky. It came, yeah, too Jedi. Too Jedi. It came out way too buggy. And so, with a stroke of my lightsaber, yeah. uh, the Sith are reborn, and the Jedi are dead. And so, yeah, Fallen Order. Let's get that shit out of there. Um, and then it comes down to control, Death Stranding. Resident Evil Two Remake. All three of these games are really great. They they mm-hmm. did something for me that really hooked me into their universes, into their games, and they did something rather different. I've never played a Resident Evil, never played the original Resident Evil 2, so for me, this is a new game for me, and it came in with a lot of polish. Whereas Control, I love. The ending is a little bit too abrupt. I would forgive that Mm -hmm. if the game was playable. And what I mean by that, no, and I'm not trying to disc, you know, the Remedy crew, but towards the end game... It got way too framey, it got way too janky, and that took me out of the experience. And I'm I'm playing on a PlayStation 4 Pro, and that's where I'm coming from this. Mm-hmm. And so seeing that game just chugging on a Pro, God only knows, like Todd Oxtra, he, he plays on a basic PlayStation 4. He's got a kid, I know, it sucks. He's got to save him for his college, it's awful. And like, in his future, whatever that means. Um, but like, he's playing it on a basic 4 how is that going to even run? I don't even think it's going to. So I think Control gets out of there just for that. And then we have Death Stranding, Kojima Productions, and Resident Evil 2. And I think Resident Evil 2 is so fantastic at what it wants you to do. But at the same exact time, it has to it has to show you a new experience while staying true to the loyal fans that love this game, that praise it. It has to pull a Force Awakens. And you don't see a lot of games do that well. And I think Resident Evil 2 just nailed it on that perspective of making the core audience happy and then adding more people to it. That's awesome. But for some reason, Death Stranding, with all of its flaws, with all of the, the, the Kojima in desperate need of an editor at times, there has never been a game like Death Stranding. And there might never be another game mm-hmm. like Death Stranding. I can point to you games like Resident Evil. I can point to you a whole franchise full of them. I can point to you Dead Space. I cannot point to a single game that gave me an experience like Death Stranding. And so, though I don't think it ended as strong as it should, though some of the choices were confusing and the story was convoluted, there's something about this world plopping you into it and just saying, do the right thing. It's not in the story. It's seeing people create roads for others, for saying, hey, getting from point A to point B sucked for me. I don't want you to feel that way, so I'm going to build you a road. I'm going to build you a bridge, you know hearing the BTs and how haunting they are. The game tells you the story of 
perseverance through its gameplay rather than beating you over the head with it with its storytelling. And so for me, Death Stranding wins because it is absolutely nothing like it. And it's just so fucking beautiful. And I was very long-winded. I'm sorry. Thank very you. well said. So Kyle. Very well said. <laughs> Did I cut you off? Did you have something to say about Control? Okay. No, I'm no, I'm good. I just, as you were yeah. talking about Control, though, I, 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 I felt like <laughs> I was sorry. looking at Sean. <laughs> I felt like I was reading his tweets again. Like, it was... He got his poison no, 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 in your mind. It's, it's, and... Yeah. No, but I totally... Control, yes, it did. Performance-wise, okay. yeah, it had its issues. Um, but I think the patch did make okay. it better for those that That's jumped in thing, later. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I 100% totally understand where you and Sean are coming from when it comes to, like, yeah, it did get framey. Yeah, it was kind of hard to see what was going on at times. Oh, I'm nervous. Oh, uh, I'm, but, nervous. Like, you know, I'm nervous. Who's going to win? Oh, God. Oh, all right. So, I think I think everyone voted for. I think it's Resident Ooh, Evil. Two. You think? As as much as it pains me, because yeah. you know this about me. I well, don't this know is what you and Sean will agree on, so you guys can find common ground here. Yeah. Oh, sweet! Hey, Sean, <laughs> welcome back to the team. Um, <laughs> uh, I have a real hard time thinking of yeah. a remake in the terms of game of the year strictly because when i think of game of the year i want to be blown away by a mm. story and a, a narrative experience that i i can hold on to and i could really relive over and over again and when it comes to resident evil 2 the story pretty much stays the same from the original or from my knowledge mm. i have not played the original i've seen remake mm. being played to completion so it's hard for me to just Vote for something that is just a prettier version okay. of an older game. That's why I, I stand think... on remakes. And yes, I will. I will yeah. get ahead of the comments now. I will understand that next year when it comes to Final Fantasy VII. I totally so, understand. So, uh, uh, well, we'll talk about Game of the Year for you know predicting that. Sure. All right. So the winner is Kyle. I'm lifting said oh, pamphlet. What? Who? Oh, you already left. I was going to say. Oh, I said Death Stranding. Death Stranding. I think. So. Oh, that was your personal end, yeah. what you think wins? The only reason why I say oh. Death Stranding, and now I haven't even looked at it fully, so it's I just glanced at it. Mm-hmm. The reason why, this is a PlayStation show, so I did the math. I'm like, it has to be Death Stranding. It just makes sense. But I could see Resident Evil 2 making it because of the devout audience. I could also see Sekiro winning it. I could see Jeff Keighley secretly voting on Sekiro over and over again because yeah. he doesn't want to look like a fool. Um, but with that, before we say it, here's a, sure. another scene from Fast and the Furious uh, PS3. You ready to ride? Okay, we're back. Uh, <laughs> Warner Brothers probably has flagged the video on YouTube. <laughs> The winner is wow, wow, oh wow! Uh oh, all right. I I, I want um, you to go from bottom ooh. to top if okay. you can. Uh, at last, y'all wanted it so bad it didn't even win. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order with eleven percent. Okay, okay, all right. Next, shocking, shocking that it was very last. Shocking. Uh, the Outer Worlds from Obsidian, 12.5%. Okay. 
one by a percentage. Okay. okay? Then you have Resident Evil at 15%. This is a close one, Kyle. This is so fucking close. And then, okay, at number three, we have, Uh I can't do the, can I do the accent? No, you can't. Uh, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice-A-Ru, 17.8%. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And now it comes down to control versus Death Stranding. I'm happy it's down to these two, because out of this group, those are my top So two. do you want me to say who's in second or who came in first? Oh, man. I don't even know. Do what, do what feels right. Do All what right. feels right. <clears throat> Coming in number one. 24.4% of the vote. And coming in at number two with 19.1% of the vote. 5% of a lead that is just two percent above the margin of error how do i know that folks 2016 election taught me a lot of things a lot of things i didn't want to learn (laughs) but hey life happens and now with that life advice i'm going to say the death stranding is the trophy room game of the year the people's platinum goes to kojima productions uh very nice wow how close Five points. That's very Holy close. Crap! I'm very, I am very stoked that Control got that much it, love yeah. and support. Um, I mean, just, just thinking about the games that it had to, had to beat, like Resident Evil. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I really. Yeah. That, I'm gonna be honest with you. That was my game of the year this morning. I woke up going, "Yep, this is really good. This is really whatever." And then. Really mid midway through me talking, I was just like, "Actually, Joe, you really do like Death Stranding, so give it up to Death Stranding." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, yeah. yeah, there you go. Holy crap! People's Platinum goes to Kojima Productions. That's Man, awesome. Great job, great game. Holy crap! That's our game of the year. So let me get just walk you through the winners of all the categories. The winner of best multiplayer game, Apex Legends. The winner of best narrative, A Plague Tale Innocence. Best art direction. Goes to Control. Best level design goes to Resident Evil 2 Remake. Best open world level design goes to The Outer Wilds. Sound design goes to Death Stranding. Best score, best soundtrack, also Death Stranding. Okay, there's a theme. Best PSVR game, that's Blood and Truth. Best male performance, that goes to Mads Mikkelsen. Best female performance, that goes to Leah. Best indie game, that goes to The Outer Wilds. Most anticipated game goes to Cyberpunk and for the People's Platinum, the game of the year, Death Stranding. Kyle, we end the show. And here's a message from <laughs> Kojima. <laughs> and here's a message from Vin Diesel for the next. <laughs> hey, yo, I just yeah. saw the trailer. It's like That's seven right. minutes long. There's more pixel count on my face in the game than in real life. What do you think's going to be the game of the year next year, 2020? Because it seems like it's just going to be a grudge match between Last of Us Part 2 and Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, and uh, you can throw Mm -hmm. in Doom as well Mm -hmm. into that conversation. You can throw in... for most outlets, Final Fantasy VII Remake will probably yeah. be thrown in there as well. And Lord knows what happens in PS5 and uh, the the uh, yeah. other console. 
Um, Hellblade 2? I think you know? it will... Hoover, yeah, chucka, yeah Hoover, for sure. Hoover, Hoover. I can't get <laughs> Whatever the next Forza is. Yeah. That's the song they sing in the Hellblade commercial, right? Absolutely, yeah. Girl, you got really spooky oh. eyes. And they're scaring me. <laughs> oh, so get back on track here. I think, I think uh, what most people's game of the year will be at the end of the day. <laughs> um, I think it will probably be yeah. Cyberpunk. Yeah. And the only reason I say that even though I think Last of Us personally will probably take it from me, um, is what you said on mm. last week's episode, where you said that Last of Us doesn't right. need a sequel. The first game is so yeah. perfect in its narrative that doing a sequel might okay. hurt itself. It might not live up to expectations, and I feel like that will be on everybody's right. mind when they're playing it. And like you said, Cyberpunk is such an unknown... And it's from CD Projekt Red, who is attention to detail should yeah. be like their subtitle. Um, I think Cyberpunk will probably take it. I think so year. too. Um, for again, like something different, something new. And listen, as someone who knows who the real game of the year is uh, from 2014, which was Bloodborne, it was stolen. I'm gonna be used to the heartbreak, so I'm gonna know when they got Cyberpunk wins for. Yeah, I'm gonna know. I'll be like, okay, I know. I think I think it's going to be Cyberpunk, a part of me, because I love Ellie, I love The Last of Us, does say I want The Last of Us to win. But I also would love to see a Dark Horse come in there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fucking dope. So. Like, Animal Crossing just shot. <laughs> New Horizon. <laughs> Tom Nook yeah. just kills well, everybody no, he, he on bought, stage. He bought his way in through the VGAs. You know, fucking the There you go, Kyle. With that, that's been the, our game awards, man. Yeah, that's, that's this is our goodbye yeah. to twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen, you losers. Twenty twenty is upon us. Everybody, thank you so much for supporting us through the year. Seriously, looking at our growth, um, looking at how many people over the holiday break just came up and like private message me going like hey thank you so much for getting me through this that and the other thing and i those those little messages mean the world to us when people tweet at us ps trophy room or they tweet out our individual handles right who that ninja for kyle uh mr Batman for me and like they tell tell us how much that this show means to them and that we've affected your life for the better somehow um always amazes me it always shocks me and i i can't i i i owe everything to you guys and guys so thank you all so freaking much um with all that said kyle anything you want to pimp out before we close the show uh follow me over at hoodat ninja 73 oh wait i gotta back up a little bit I end the show every single time. As always, I like to pimp out myself. Uh, Hoot at Ninja73 on Twitter and on PSN. I am 17 follower, followers away. What? 1,000. So let's, yeah, Joe. Yeah, buddy. Let's get, let's start 2020 with Holy me crossing shit. that 1K Congrats. mark. And um, I think now it is official all aboard the PS5 yes. hype, hype train. 
Let's go PS5. PS5. 2020 is going to be a big year yeah. for us at the Trophy Room, and I'm yeah. super excited. So excited. Yeah. To and with on. that said, you can follow me here at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. Reach out to us and do whatever you want. Just give us some news stories, even. Sometimes we miss some. It slips through the cracks. Yeah. And you know what? You guys can catch it and help us out. Build the show and make the show as great as it can. You can help support the show as well with patreon.com slash badbit. Helps this show grow. Helps us build a better future. And so with all that said, you can also find the show here at Bad Bit Games on YouTube, iTunes. Just wait. Oh, God. I'm dying. Uh-oh. Oh, don't die. PS5. Ooh, you gotta be God, around for Badass that. reflux. It just wanted to just <laughs> start hitting me in the gut. Um, you can follow us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, wherever there's an RSS feed, you can help find us. Rate us five stars. We got to 50 reviews on iTunes, which is amazing. If you could give us another 50, that would be even more spectacular. If you rate us five stars, five is a is a success, and it helps us out on iTunes. Anything lower is a big failure, and I get really sad, and I beat myself up about it. But please, 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 it really does help us out. It builds this big, beautiful family that I call home. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, keep hunting. See you next year, and keep playing PlayStation.